I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I counted myself in. But anyway. Hey, Matt. Hola. Como estas, senor? Muy bien. Si. <laughs> si. What is your quest? I have a quest? I don't know. I was going to do a Monty Python thing, but uh, you didn't pick up on it. So, what oh. are we doing? I don't do the, the Monty Python thing. I'm not a, I, don't, I haven't watched a lot of that, that troops stuff. That's just from... That specific quote is from uh, Holy Grail. Never watched it. Excuse me? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, more. Oh, no. I, I started to watch... Um, History of the World, Life of Brian. Life flying. of Brian. Started to watch it. I probably got a quarter of the way in, and I was just like, uh, I don't know. What I should do is I should get my dad's collection of all the seasons of Flying Circus shipped back up here. We could just watch them. I think they're on Netflix, aren't they? If they are, perfect. Yeah. And we should just watch Flying Circus. That should be our new because th- we don't we're, we're out of Grand Tour. Yeah, we did run and on we a grand tour. Don't need to have Nate keep rewatching all his Funhouse content that he knows exactly. What I was going to force you to watch the Ewan McGregor thing, but ah, yes, uh, I don't know. We'll see though. I can watch that in my own time though, because all on YouTube. That's true. It's true. I wouldn't mind rewatching it though. But Monty Python. I know. See, that's we need it, one of those where it's like I haven't watched all Flying Circus. I've only seen maybe a couple episodes when he was watching it during, after uh, surgery recovery. Mm-hmm. So it'd be a good it'd be a good moment for us to Spanish Inquisition ourselves <laughs> and uh, watch it. Anyway, what are we doing? <laughs> Talking about Monty Python. Perfect. Welcome to the Monty Python podcast. <laughs> uh, it's the, the Python podcast. No, uh, uh, I can't think of anything. It's the Gamers Two podcast. That's what it actually is. April, it, yeah, April, April twenty sixth, twenty nineteen. Good job. Uh, yes. Next next week is uh, May. That's yes, how that is. works. Yeah, it is. Yep. That's how, that's how numbers and calendars currently work, thanks to the Caesar age. Okay. They added months and shit. Oh, I don't I don't know. I'm not a... Uh, there's a word for that. What the foot is, what is it? Cartographer. Uh, no, that's maps, isn't it? <laughs> um, Anesthesiologist. <laughs> I'm not a calendar person. <laughs> Somebody will text me and be like, oh, it was just this word. Why don't you know that? 
Anyway, what in the last seven days have you been doing? No video games. <gasps> uh, more or less, any free time I had was filled watching Marvel movies with Samantha. Because she ah, was behind. Yes. It was the catch-up time. Uh, she was behind. I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. It was nice. Uh, did you watch them in a specific order? We watched them in... We were... She was four movies behind. Okay. So, so we just was, watched it wasn't, them. It wasn't the whole library. Yeah. It was just... Okay. We just watched them in order. We watched uh, Black Panther first. Um, she really liked it. It's Black Panther. Um, then Infinity War. Which... She all right. So everyone's seen Infinity War at this point. If you um, haven't, I, what are you doing? Yeah. So first person that gets off is Heimdall. To to be fair, if you haven't seen it yet, I I, I just don't know what to say to you. If you or, let's put it this way, if you haven't seen it yet and you're worried about spoilers, you should probably just stay off the internet for the next few months. For the you just well at this point you've already come across spoilers. There's yeah, there's no way so. you haven't. In case anybody's curious. Um, so Heimdall dies immediately in the beginning. He dies. Samantha's like, oh no. And I just looked at her. I was like, you better buckle up. (laughs) (laughs) I like, Uh, as if Heimdall dying is like a big thing. It's not. Yeah. I mean, I think it's more that it's Idris Elba, you know, and it's like, oh no. Yeah. But, um. Him and his damn cat eyes. Yeah. So we, we went through that one, which was fun to see her reaction and, and. You know, watch someone see it for the first time. Right. We get to have the, the instead of rather watch the movie, just glance back at the movie every now and then, but then look at them just with popcorn and go, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, and then we went to, uh, we didn't, we actually skipped Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. I, I haven't seen that one either. Uh, we watched a video on YouTube that was Ant-Man and the Wasp in like four minutes. Ah, good old synopsis. Yes. Uh, which was fine. Um, I will say though. For pleasure of uh, Endgame, I suggest at least doing a refresher of, or if you haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp, it's you probably should watch one of those short YouTube videos that basically sums I mean, I know Ant-Man and the Wasp. Do I need to watch it? Um, I don't, you don't, I wouldn't say you have to I mean, watch it's, it. It's just Quantum Realm stuff and them clarifying that. Quantum Realm is important. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I know how. I know enough about the stories to know how Endgame is going to kind of go when I see it. Uh, but I, unless so, there's, unless there's a huge plot twist, I don't see out of left field. But we're not here to talk about Endgame. Yeah, Endgame is yeah, spoilers. We're not going to talk about that. Just that's my one hint. I will say. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the quantum realm, get familiar with the quantum. Yeah, realm. which you can just you can get that in a synopsis of Ant Man and the Wasp, or you can just watch Ant Man and, and they discuss it there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we watch Captain Marvel. Um. Which was interesting. Okay. <laughs> I I didn't particularly... I'm not a huge fan of Brie Larson for some reason. Okay, so first off, do you consider it the weakest Marvel movie in the MCU? Um, That'd be a bold statement. I, I, I mean, some, like, one of them has to be the weakest. One of them does have to be the weakest, but I don't know if that's there a, is, you know, a weak movie. I don't necessarily know if it would be... They could all be strong, but there's always a weakest. I don't know if I would give it to her. I Honestly, I'm ne- I would have to... I'd probably end up giving it to, an, to one of the Ant-Man movies if I, if I did. Just that, because... Fair. 
I just have no interest in them for some reason. But um, because Ant Man is not really a. It's just more of like it's the same issue that we. It's particular to Disney, and I understand it, and I agree with the sentiment of uh, equality. You know, trying to spread the love to all races, all genders, that type of thing. I love that idea. I hate when it's not organic. That's oh, what bothers me. Oh yeah, yeah. When it seems like forced, forced, and it's probably because I'm so used to, like, it's my white male privilege or whatever we'll yeah. say where like i've always had that perspective movies are always done from that perspective and it's just it's i see it it's easier for me to see when it's done when it's not from that perspective or it's somewhat it's just weird it just seemed there were certain points where it was like you're you, it's getting heavy here can we just make this a little more organic like it it's the same problem and uh that we have with romantic encounters in movies and stuff yeah where you're like this had no reason to have a romantic encounter in it why is it here yeah um like you could have just done this movie with the eunuchs and i wouldn't have cared it just was annoying cuz like there's be a plenty bunch, it could be an asexual race that just reproduces by cutting off its arm <laughs> and it spawns a new person i don't give a fuck there's plenty of other stories that but, have done strong female characters really, really well. And it's probably, it's like, I feel like it's video game heavy. Like Horizon Zero Dawn and plays, stuff like that have really good. Senua. And yes. They're really, really good. Last really well done. And um, I don't know. There's just some parts that are just not organic. But uh, that's mostly what I did on top of watching anime. Um, I got into a weird, I mean, it got warm out. So, I mean, um, it did get warm out. It's about to get colder again. So I went into that weird phase where, like, I want a motorcycle again. Oh, no. So I went down that rabbit hole on the internet. So The way you and I go down rabbit holes is not good. It's not. It's not conducive to me- a healthy mental state. But, you know, no, it's it not. is what it is. Especially because I keep passing one car on the way to work every day that I keep waiting for them to put a for sale sign on. Mm-hmm. And he never does it. Yeah. Or you just stop. You just stop and be like, hey, how much you want for that? It's fun. It's I want to, but I also can't. Like I want to, but I can't. Okay. Well, because yeah, everything else. I'm I'm spending too much money. Yeah, I can't. I can't go buy a car, uh, especially one that he's gonna want over a thousand dollars for. I I can tell by looking at it from the road. He wants over a thousand dollars for it if he's trying to sell it, and he has a super beetle underneath the tarp behind it. Mm. So I'm like, which one are you working on, bud? You want the super beetle? You can keep that. I want the other one. I mean, super beetle can do some fun things though. It can, but it's under a tarp. I can't see its condition. True. I just know it's a Super Beetle because they have very, very Super Beetle shapes. I did watch an interesting video that YouTube suggested. Um, are, are we not going to do game stuff? We are. We are. <laughs> um, you Are you familiar with the Opal GTs? No, not by name. Okay. Um, not to say I would know them if I saw one, but I mean, like, I don't recognize I'll pull up a video while I'm telling the story. But basically, it was this random YouTube channel that does, you know... I guess it kind of this could be our stuff. entire second episode that we have um, to do. All right, I can hold on to it <laughs> if you want. I mean, don't just just show me the like if is if the thumbnail is a picture of the car. This is the car, but this is not the specific. Like that's an Opal GT. It looks like a Stingray. Here, take take just take phone because it's it does from a distance, but it doesn't have the same proportions. Oh, I mean, it still kind of does. Yeah, it's the, similar. Body the lines. the GTW at the bottom is completely not one. Yeah, but the one above is more like a, a stingray. Long story short, they bought two from, or the, I think they were given them because they were so they've been sitting in a field for so long mm-hmm. that they just look like rust heaps. 
and they've been sitting for like I don't know. And of course they're not, and they all look amazing now. And they all no, look- it was I didn't. I was really impressed. They were like, we're gonna try to get this car running. I'm like, there's no way. He popped the hood. The whole fucking engine compartment was just full of like dead leaves, pine needles, just whatever Rats, vermin. Probably. Mm-hmm. Essentially, they sucked everything out. They like lubed everything up, turned over, turned the engine over, poured some gas into the carburetor, you know, pulled the carburetor yeah. half apart, cleaned it up. Yeah, do the whole, let's try not to blow this thing up while we're looking at it thing. Yeah, they're just kind of like, you know, poking around, doing some things that they notice. They fucking got it to start. They started it somehow, and they drove it off the trailer on its own power. It, well, all right. I was like, my mind was blown. I was like, how? What magic did you wave over this car? At the same time, it's exactly what... what, what, what we need to not do this. We need to get to our regular schedule programming. All right. We'll continue this conversation after. I'm going to finish it real quick. Okay. It's the same thing we've talked about before where I've discussed wanting to do something with our hands. Like, if we weren't doing what we do now, doing something with our hand situation. Yeah. It's like fucking with an engine like that and just walking out into a field and trying to do that. It's the same thing as like screwing with a computer. Yeah. Just tinker, tinker, well, tinker, tinker, tinker. And you're like, whoo, I did it. Yay. Anyway, yeah, it was... as we as we continue. So anime. Yeah, anime. It's good. It's going well. It's a thing. Yep. Doing the uh, Ace of the Diamond that's going along. They're doing their spring tournament. Um, it's going well. Uh, they're winning. Um, as they as they do as an anime. What other new anime? No, nothing new. I don't know. It's the same, same stuff. Nothing same. groundbreaking. Started working on my Gunpla. Did the fucking start building that Gundam? That's true. You did so many hours in that one little stupid model. I'm not did, even done with it. You did finally start when you sent me that. I was just like, I'm proud of him. And then Sam sends me you building it, and I was like, what a fucking nerd, dude. <laughs> so many hours. Um, I it's mostly done. I have the head, um, backpack and weapons to build, and then that'll be it. Oh, that's that's pretty close. Yeah, it's it, it looks of- yeah, it looks like a it looks like one now. It's just missing a head. Uh, and then and then we go to the harder one. Hey, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure Sam and I are just happy you're finishing it. Yes. And I'm already eyeballing some kits to get that are the next step because there's I did a real grade. The next one I have is a master grade. Right. And they've come out since then. I think the first one came out in 2001. With a real master grade. <laughs> with a perfect grade. Ooh, perfect. So we're going to try perfect grade. Or if I can find one for cheap enough, mega grade, which is the big, big monsters. Oh, the big ones. Yeah. She'll kill you. Yes, she will. <laughs> Anyways, that's my life. On to yours. I hate mine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sick of dealing with this house shit. Sick should, of it. Maybe we should do a podcast on that. Uh, it would experience. just be me. It would be me ripping down the very threads that America was built on. Tear down the government and the big system, man. Well, oh, anyway, no, not don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. We kind of got two different perspectives of the house buying experience. So different. Don't, yeah. we, both, don't we both hate it? Well, yeah, but like oh, okay. my, you know, like you didn't have to go through the whole like let me go look at eight hundred different houses that all look like fucking shit, and then try to you know <laughs> try to be, be like shiniest, you want the shiniest turd in the bunch. You want ninety thousand dollars for this freaking piece of fucking shit. meth? Then <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made more money if I did meth in here. <laughs> Uh, that's true. We could we could do that, but I would probably just get super angry at a certain point. Not that that is uncommon for this podcast, but it's been a lot of that. It's been a lot of uh, I'm approaching 
summer volleyball now. So it's time to get my beach bod. That's half your free time gone. That's more than half. Did you see this bod? It's going to take me a lot more than half my free time. I was just talking about the volleyball oh, and okay. playing in general. Enough, yeah. Yeah. Because we know I'm not going to do anything about the body. Uh, <laughs> How's that weightlifting kit going? Pretty good. I got wicked sore the other day. Are you actually still doing it? Yeah. <laughs> it's not as frequently as I was. I, I still try to use it at least twice a week. But in terms of putting myself on my actual routine, it it will be better when we hit like May and stuff. Now that it's getting warmer yeah. out again, but it was so damningly cold out there sometimes that I was like, my fingers have now frozen in this position and I can't yeah do anything. <laughs> so I also need to just get a garbage day up here and clean out that give myself more room in there. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it's been good. So division. Played a little bit over the weekend. Nothing during the week. Been playing a lot of the show, grinding stuff out, getting me them cards. Because for some reason, I all of a sudden became a Diamond Dynasty player, and I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, it sunk its claws in. Yeah, but I don't play online at all, which is the weird part. Anyway, because I don't have PlayStation Plus anymore. Um, Neither do I. I dropped mine back in February and just was like, I don't need it for anything. I think of probably March was, I think, when I dropped mine. Yeah. I was like, I just don't need it for anything. I'm not playing anything online on the PlayStation. Uh, and then I tried some other games. Uh-oh. I tried some Downwell. Pretty good. I tried some... Oh, shit. I'm going to forget what it was. Uh-oh. Downwell was... um. What the hell was Downwell? That was that falling one, right? Take a guess what you fall down. A well. It's amazing. Uh, I kind of want to like, since you're over there looking at stuff and you can't really respond inside the mic, I kind of want to just like start a conversation that'll get us on like a totally different tangent and take us like an hour to complete. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have a three hour long episode of the regular podcast. <laughs> and then the bonus one will only be about 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, Hyperlate Drifter. I don't know what that is, but... Uh, isometric 2D, pixely. Hmm, okay. Both fun. Both enjoyable. Uh, Downwell, while it did annoy me at certain points because it's just a roguelike that you're falling to die, uh, I still had fun playing. I didn't... I wasn't, like, ever, like, angry. Mm-hmm. It was just like, ah, you should have gone right, and you know, stuff like that. Uh, still reading the same book, One More Kill, or One Word Kill, One Word Kill. Uh, and then just watching the same of everything. Same. YouTube, sports. Sports. Uh, Superstore. And hopefully we will be starting Mighty Python next week. <laughs> yeah, maybe. If it's actually there, we'll have to double check that. Well, uh, let me just touch on the for- the Formula One happenings real quick. Ah, yes, because we're actually going into a race weekend. It is race weekend. Um, first and practice. Did not go well. Did not go well potholes i'm pretty sure somebody else flipped a lid up in the middle of the road and then ended somebody else's week uh what the one thing i haven't even i'm not even caught up i know the one thing that ended free practice one and they didn't continue it after that was uh a williams car went over a manhole cover that apparently wasn't secured all the way so the manhole cover just obliterated the bottom one of the one of the i can't remember whose car it was now that went over it but you see it in one of the clips uh, he goes over it and it pops it, and it shows it come loose. And then he comes around behind it, and that's what did it. Yeah. And then the truck that picked up the car hit 
drove under a bridge and hit the top, hit the bottom of the bridge with his crane. Yep. And uh, and then in the previous free practice, I just read um, Kevin Magnuson of Haas uh, got in a collision with uh, Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes. Yeah, and Lewis had put something out about something stopping. Oh, I think it was because of the maybe it might have been because of the manhole cover or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, it was like, well, gives me more time to catch up on Game of Thrones. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, Lewis, you're not worried about losing to anybody out here, are you? Yeah, that was the joke online. Was like, oh, Mercedes is gonna win by only 29 seconds now. No. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> but. <clears throat> If we wanted to look for something new to play, Matt. There's only one place that I would go. The new release section in Gamers 2 Podcast. I like that. I like that. I like what we did there. We didn't write it down, but I like what we did. Uh, Number one, you get Ding Dong XL. Uh, We all wish we had an XL Ding Dong. (laughs) Hey, am I right, folks? Uh, That's for the Switch. I don't know if that's the right platform for it. Uh, Jupiter and Mars for the PS4. Dragon's Dogma something something for the Switch. Mortal Kombat 11. PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and the Switch. Unknown Fate for the Xbox. Steam World Quest, Hand of Gilgamesh for the Switch. Powerful name. Ugly Dolls and Imperfect Adventure. PlayStation, Xbox, and the Switch. And Days Gone, PlayStation. Current rankings on Metacritic are? Uh, The review. uh, What's the correct word there? Aggregate? Is that the correct word? Isn't it median? Median? I don't know. Aggregate would be all of them totaled up. Okay, so the review. Average. Average is 72. For a critic, right? Critic. The user score is 7.5. So it's average. I would say it's it's okay game. Um, I was gonna say, do you know what the deal is with ugly dolls? Because it's like it seems to be like a whole thing. There's toys. There's a game. What's the toy? It's not the thing at the end of the hall, is it? I don't know. Was that what? No, you got the fuggler, right? The fuggler was the. Yeah, so is that something different? It is something different. Oh, okay. I just don't know. It seems like a whole thing, like a franchise of some kind. Maybe it's a TV show? Maybe. I don't know, man. I'm not, know. not in touch with the kids. Yeah, neither am I. Well, I don't touch kids. So. Neither do I. I did not say that. <laughs> um, yeah, Days Gone. I don't know. Did you read any reviews? Did you look yeah, into it's it? It's not all? looking too good. It just looks like... They're like, okay, it's a game. That's exactly what it looks like. It's just like, meh. It looks like it's worth a shoulder shrug. Just like, yeah. meh. It's a game. It's got zombies, and you just kind of like you shoot them. <laughs> Everyone's like, "It's pretty." You There's know, some it's... people that are. I've seen a couple people that are like, "Oh my god, must play if you have a PlayStation." And I and I'm like, "Oh, oh, bold move." That's an interesting take, but nobody that's like critically anywhere. Yeah, private private bumps in the road, mm. and then everybody critically everywhere is like, "Oh, what a letdown!" Yeah. So it's uh I feel like let down is is almost like I don't want to say too harsh but like PlayStation has and Sony with their uh exclusives is like they've they really have a, they have a bar to hit. They have a high bar. Yeah, you have a very high bar and if 
it's I think it's the letdown thing is coming out of a lot of people that they went to Sony Bend and they did the preview event mm-hmm. and they saw the vertical slice that they gave them. Yeah. And they went, all right, cool. I'm really pumped for a lot more of this. And then they delivered it being hyped and got disappointed. Yeah. Because nobody ever controls their hype the way they should. Yeah. Except for me. I'm sure the multiple delays probably didn't help everything. either. Yeah. No, no way. Yeah. And they released it right along the same time of Dreams, which we've not heard a single thing about after That's true. that early access came out. So what does that spell for Quantic? We'll see when it actually releases. It's still early yeah. access. Yeah. Do you want number one or number two? Um, I'll let know. you choose, Matt. I don't you know. choose. I will say you choose, and then you just give me whichever odds or evens. I haven't even looked at it. I kind of know. Do you want? Do you feel like reading more or less? <laughs> I guess is it the question. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I don't care. Oh my god! Pick odds or evens, man. Oh. I'm not putting a number behind my back. I'll go odds. All right, start it off. Okay, number one. It was a slow week for the game industry news. Uh, probably so far, apparently, for us, because we haven't talked shit about games all the time. Yep. <laughs> well, it's been a slow week for games. Probably because of the focus on Avengers Endgame and the Game of Thrones. That's the whole thing. Whoop-de-doo! Um, but as you know, we still go over an hour with nothing to talk about. That's true. If anybody keeping track at home, we're at 24 minutes. <laughs> so we'll jump in now at number one after 24 minutes. Theoretically speaking... If you were angry at someone, what would you throw at them? The f- closest thing to me. A oh, dead wait, crab I... is the answer. Ah, shit. <laughs> a Super Smash Bros. Melee pro player by the name of Juan Hungrybox Debiba, that's why I decided to say there, had just won a hard-fought tournament when a disgruntled spectator threw a dead crab at him while he was on stage. Okay, then. Dabidma's temper got the better of him as he responded by picking up the crab and yelling at the crowd. But really, who could blame him? Anyways, he took to uh, Twitter to apologize for his temper. And the tournament organizers have permanently banned the spectator as well as given his name to the other tournament organizers. I hope they also banned crabs. Uh, Can you ban crabs? At a gaming <laughs> tournament? Probably not. I mean, or... maybe. I don't know if there's any... Like actions going on that would spread crabs. Uh, probably not spread them. It I was bet really. They're not cle- I bet they're not clean enough not to have them. I mean, I wouldn't want a dead crab thrown at me necessarily. I really wouldn't want any dead creature. But it was funny to watch because, like you know, it's a normal tournament situation. He goes to shake the dude's hand. They shake hands. Goes, There's hand. just a crab, and then he kind of just like, like you don't even really get to see it on screen too much. Like right. he just kind of like. Quickly turns back and like, what the fuck was that? And then he looks down, he picks it up, and like he, he picks it up in a way that like it was like right in front of the Twitch stream camera, and it was a crab. Like it's obvious that it was a crab, and I was like, you know, it's it's just bizarre. There's and then a, he just kind a lot of that like goes into the whole why? How did he get it in? Yeah, how Apparently long? Is, how long has he been having it in his pocket? Has he just been smelling? Like I wonder. A crab? I wonder if it died. Like maybe he brought it in while it was alive, and he he was hiding it so long it died. Has he just has he been smelling like fish the entire day and nobody said anything? And why a crab? Yeah. Like when the dude when when a shoe got thrown at Bush, that makes sense. I mean, you have shoes on you. You you gotta throw something. Don't you have shoes? <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. But a crab, interesting. Nobody expects a crab. Nobody expects a crab. 
So let's move it right on to number two, where Nintendo throws crabs. Not really. They might. Uh, Turtle Shell Crab Mod. Yeah, I like it. Nintendo is coming closer to launching another mobile game in the form of Mario Kart Tour. Actually, Mario Kart Tour should be out already, but was delayed from its original March 2019 launch over concerns about its quality. Nintendo has started taking applications for a beta test on the Android platform that should help with those quality issues. The beta will run from May 22nd to June 4th and will only be available in North America and Japan. Nintendo's mobile games have been hit or miss, but it's hard to argue against more Mario Kart. Mario Kart. Are you going to play? It's a good question. Probably not. I'll think about it, though, which is saying a lot. I bet I get you to install it. I bet I also watch you never play it, but I bet I get you to at least install yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I would install it. I'd probably play a race. Yeah, you'd probably do like the tutorial, the mm-hmm. racing like, CPU, oh, and cool. be like, let's see what it is. I'm done. Same thing I do with, hey, same thing I do with Super Mario Run. I was like, all right, let's see what it is. I'm not, it's not for me. Yeah. Um, I'll try anything once. Yeah, I had something I'll say with that, but it, I, it escaped me, so whatever. Fuck you, memory. Like sand through an hourglass. <laughs> Matt's Days. thoughts leave this room. <laughs> um, number three. So are the days of our... Tree. Tree fitty. <laughs> Goddamn Loch Ness Mouse. Uh, since we are on the topic of Nintendo, we might as well get this out of the way. Nintendo CEO, Shantaro Furukawa. Is that how you say that? Does that sound right? Shantaro Furukawa? Shantaro Furukawa. Yes. I would agree. Well, Shankaro Furukuna <laughs> has shut down. <laughs> you got it right and then immediately just like fucking forgot it threw it out yep. the window. Uh, has shut down rumors of the new Switch at this year's E3. Uh, during an earnings call, he said, quote, as a general rule, we're always working on new hardware. Har- I cannot talk today. Furukawa hardware. Yes. Maybe it's the W's that are just doing it. <laughs> It's not. It's not halal. <laughs> maybe. Maybe we should start doing like mouth exercises before we do the podcast. Oh, is it the quick brown bucks? <laughs> oh, Jesus! <laughs> Just hearing that makes me not want to do it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> That's what, you, you never want to do mouth exercises, man. What are we method actors? Uh, no, we fly by the seat of our pants, Matthew. We do <laughs> for better, mostly for worse. That's true. Um, where That's going to be my wedding vows, but you continue. That's I'm going to use that. For better or mostly worse. Um, <laughs> I'm just being <laughs> realistic. I don't know what you want from me. Anyway, yes, he new, no new hardware. No new hardware. Uh, we will announce it when we are able to sell it, but we have no plans to announce that at this year's E3 in June. End quote. It is a possibility that he was making use of semantics. That they could still launch a new Switch without referencing at AE3. True. But Nintendo are always straight suit <laughs> straight shooters. Oh god. This so that's go far this. from likely. <laughs> it's gonna get so rough. <laughs> yeah, it's uh I, I don't or, know. Or he could be like, We're not gonna do a Switch 2, but yeah, we're gonna use the same technology <laughs> to make a Switch mini. It's like uh maybe like there was like cocaine in the curry and it's just messing with my tongue. Did I not eat the same curry? <laughs> or did I? And I'm just immune. Cocaine tolerance. Through the roof. <laughs> it would be it would be weird, I think, for them to do... I, they don't do consoles at E3. They don't. 
I, I don't. I can like, very much see them being like, here's a bunch of games, and then the Monday following E3 go, and here's our consoles. We said we weren't talking about it at E3, yeah. and you're just like, okay, semantic bastards. Yeah. Or they do it like the Wednesday before E3, and then announce all the games that are going to work on both of them on Monday. <laughs> oh, Nintendo. Number four. At the moment, the video game industry is having an existential crisis revolving around crunch development practices. This week, we were treated to another report on a developer who suffers from the plague of crunch. This time, the report comes from Colin Campbell over at Polygon, and the culprit is none other than Epic Games. As cliche as it sounds, the report is a story of absolute power corrupts absolutely. As the report is a story of absolute power corrupts absolutely. And money can't buy you everything. Yeah. Two different cliches there. Oh, okay. So absolute power absolutely corrupts you. Yes. And money can't buy you everything. Gotcha. Gotcha. I highly suggest you go read the report in its entirety, but we will give you the quick summary as we always do. Essentially, it paints a picture of how Epic Games lost its way under the success of Fortnite. Prior to Fortnite, the developer didn't really suffer too badly as far as crunch is concerned, but after Fortnite became a massive hit, things changed drastically. Work weeks are regularly 50 to 70 hours, with 100-hour work weeks making an appearance. Epic adjusted to the success by hiring a substantial amount of contractors and additional employees. They are also giving out hefty bonuses and pay, which seem seem to have created a revolving door. Quote, most employees don't mind crunching if you are giving them three times their salary and bonuses. A lot of people leave. They come in, think to themselves, I am going to stick it out for the four bonus checks, and then I am out. The developers are reporting that overtime is, oh, that was the end of the quote, sorry. The developers are reporting that overtime is basically mandatory, and if you complain, you are either retaliated against or lose your job entirely. Quote, it's killing people. Something has to change. I can't see how we can go on like this for another year. At first, it was fine because Fortnite was a big success, and that felt good. We were solving problems that were new for Epic, how to run a big global game as an online service. But now, the workload is just endless. End quote. I don't know if that was dramatic reading enough, but... They were pretty dramatic. (laughs) It was a lot more depressing when I read it in my head, but when you read it, I was like, oh, it sounds good. (laughs) I'm the, I'm the guy that companies hire to discuss crunch with their employees. They're like, he's going to make it sound really good. Yeah, it was. Like, a, yeah, sell me your soul. <laughs> it was an interesting. It was almost like a a different angle on the concept of crunch. Um, because normally it's like you know a company trying to finish a game, and in this instance, it was a company trying to sustain a live service game at its at its As, peak. Yeah, that is the biggest game in the world. Yeah, and it was, it was, it almost, it sounded worse. Like, the the article goes in much greater detail, but it sounded worse because with, like, in the Bioware instance, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, which is fucking getting the game out. Yeah. Whereas with Fortnite, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. It's like, this is the status quo. We need to keep this going. Or else the game won't will lose. And it's it's funny though reading that. I don't think you usually hear a lot of people discussing making three times their salary in yeah. order to to stay in work. Normally it's like 
I didn't even get paid. I was just working all these extra hours because mm-hmm. we needed to finish. Yeah, that was the other thing that was interesting was you. They talk about that a little bit more than what we mentioned as well. But they they are like buku dropping cash on their employees. It's just like it's like we so don't know what the solution. We'll make you rich. That is exactly it. The mentality too. It's like they're straight up like they're hiring anyone they can as far as contractors go and stuff like that, and they're paying out stupid amounts of money. But it's like. Uh, a couple of developers are quoted saying, like, basically, you have groups that are coming in who are working for a couple of weeks, grabbing the bonus checks and leaving. And then you have a bunch of young people who are trying to move up inside the company, and they're literally just burning themselves yeah, out doing hundred-hour do work weeks. So, like, it's obviously not sustainable, and eventually they're going to hit, like, a critical mass. But they're fine for the moment. As we all know, money can solve a lot of problems. Uh for a while, at least. If I just throw more money at the Iraq, it'll stop. It's <laughs> a, a mad TV sketch that I don't know anybody's going to remember. I don't. Uh, um, it was, I don't think I ever... I didn't really watch mad TV too often. It was. I I would catch it every now and then. Some some of it I just didn't care for at all. But it was... Uh, what's his name that played Stewie? Mm-hmm. And everything. It was him dressed up as Jobs discussing their new run of eye products. While making a political statement about the entire Middle East situation, it was. I bet that it, was interesting. I'll, I'll show it to you after. It's hysterical. Uh, number five. We're actually flying through these. It's because um, really, there's, there's, there's they're, not much. They're written in a way that there's not much more for us to add. Yeah. Uh, not that that's a bad thing. That was the the crappy part about all the news from this week is there wasn't a lot to talk about. Like there was news, but it wasn't news that brought conversation. Yeah, and we don't get review copies of games, so we can't shit on or praise Days Gone. Yeah. So. And, it, and it's not fun either. We're also because not family friendly to get review copies. Let's be honest. <laughs> we know where we stand. It's not as fun when the game is mediocre. It's more fun when the game is either really good or really bad. Yeah, when it's polarizing. <laughs> yeah. When it's just like, ah. Uh, it was all right. Uh, <laughs> five out of ten. Uh, actually, I guess five out of ten at this point would be considered a giant failure. Seven, seven point yeah. five out of ten, which is technically passing in every regard, is more of a, uh, yeah. uh, Number five. Speaking of crunch, it seems that Respawn is trying to get ahead of the curve as far as avoiding crunch and burnout when it comes to Apex Legends. The Battle Royale game Apex Legends made huge waves when it launched out of nowhere, but it steadily declined compared to its direct competitor, Fortnite, which we just talked about. (gasps) Uh, Many critics point to Apex's lack of regular updates and new content as the main reason for losing out to Fortnite. In a recent blog post, executive producer Drew McCoy said, quote, Our goal isn't and never has been to patch or update content on a weekly basis, end quote. Uh, Respawn has made it clear that they are going to focus on quality of life updates to the game before moving on to additional content. Another major point of the blog post was that they will release seasonal updates because, quote, at the the same time, we want to maintain our culture as a development team and avoid crunch that can quickly lead to burnout or worse, end quote. Bold move. We'll see how it plays out. It's a bold move, Con. Bold move. Yes. I get I, I appreciate the sentiment. I don't know if it will yeah. help them. It's like good idea, good talk, good plan. Let's see if it carries. I mean, but if they main maintain like a I guess a steady population, then that's what matters. Your computer hates you. 
It's funny because I just hit it like not that long you ago. You did, and it's no, it's like no. No, no I, master. I, I, I will I, shut my monitors off. Do you see these lights? I am turning them off. <laughs> Number six, we go back to Epic Games. <laughs> and Epic Games CEO, Tim Sweeney, who was stirring the pot on Twitter again. This time, he claims that Epic Games would end the practice of exclusive game releases on their storefront if Evil Megacorp Valve matches Epic's revenue share model for developers and publishers. Here's a bit of his Twitter rant. Quote, if Steam committed to a permanent 88% revenue share for all developers and publishers without major strings attached, Epic would hastily organize a retreat from exclusives while honoring our partner partner commitments, and consider putting our own games on Steam. Such a move would be a glorious moment in the history of PC gaming, and would have a sweeping impact on other platforms for generations to come. End quote. It sounds like he was fishing for some good PR. That's like really... I was like annoyed by reading that. I was like, man, you're a douche. Like... I I was also I I read it and went, well shit. <laughs> Finally, he went, fucking bring it on, let's go. Like, it, rather than all this like panning around that they've kind of done, like he said some stuff before, mm-hmm. but they're always kind of like, I mean, the, the revenue model is stupid and yada yada. And it's like, no, no, listen, if you just meet us at what we're talking about, we'll stop, and we'll give you guys Gears of War and Fortnite on Steam and stuff like that. Yeah, but they they're that's they're talking to a direct competitor now. It's just like a weird move, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me to believe that he's doing it from a standpoint of like trying to make the industry better. Which maybe, but he would still have the bonus of the five percent or whatever for Unreal too. Yeah. So he's saying, just meet me on the regular revenue share. I'll still have a slightly lucrative option. Yeah. I mean, I that could be the case. He could he could genuinely just want to make. He could. The industry a better place. He could because the it's idea would be believe. that yeah, you could also move it into PlayStation and Microsoft and all mm-hmm. that stuff to fix the fucking revenue splits after like a the turnover on a physical copy of a game is garbage. Yeah. So it'd be interesting. It will be interesting. I don't think I mean, anybody's gonna do anything and I don't think Valve's gonna say anything. So no. someone did a breakdown a while ago of why it's not realistic for Valve to like adjust their um their revenue share too much because uh, there's something like they have m- more infrastructure to maintain than like other online stores. So it's more expensive for them was basically the gist of it. Okay. I don't know. I think, I think the swing was like, they only had like 5% really that they could adjust down and then they would be losing money. But I don't know if that's like true or not. I don't know if that's a hundred percent true, but we shall never know. It might be. I'm not the one to uh, to ask. Well, what are you good for? Not a lot, honestly. A lot oh of opinions, God. loudness. It's got dark. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm all right at some stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Number seven. Don't don't ask me to do a self-review for like work or anything. It's not going to go well. Uh, Why why did you hire me? (laughs) Hand it back in. They're like, yeah, get out. You're fired. Leave. What are you doing here? Uh, not qualified. Uh, Bioware, not qualified. <laughs> can't seem to do anything right. Uh, and it got darker. <laughs> they announced Tuesday that they are delaying major features for Anthem that were scheduled to release by the end the end of this month. Uh, so here's what's getting delayed: the mastery system, which we've heard nothing about. Didn't even know what it was. Uh, Still it was something. Honestly. Yeah, they they're like, oh, this is coming. Everyone's like, what is that? And they're like, mm, I don't know. <laughs> uh, guilds, phase two of legendary missions, uh, weekly stronghold challenges, leaderboards, free play events, and cataclysm. Uh, that last one is the big one. Uh, Bioware described cataclysm as quote time limited world events that cause physical manifestations to occur extreme weather incursions of dangerous enemies and new mysteries to solve end quote they do realize they wrote every mission in the game as if you stop a cataclysm right every single mission oh you better silence that relic oh good job stopping the cataclysm pilot <laughs> what the f- there's a cataclysm happening every 5 minutes when i walk out of that fucking fort As you could probably guess, these updates were delayed to prioritize game fixes. So, uh, yeah, that's Anthem right now. I am disappoint. <laughs> I am disappoint. That's uh, just... Yeah, it's a mess. I mean... Ooh, it is hot. I mean, there's no good way out of it, but... Uh, no, there's literally no good way out of it. They're, they are probably better off delaying and fixing the game before adding new content. You literally either tuck your tails and, and stop, 
or you no man sky it and just cancel everything, go radio silent, and just push forward. That's what I was going to say. I feel like at this point their best move is to uh, go radio silent. And not not go radio silent as in like not tell people what's happening, but go radio silent and say, hey, you know, we're the game is, is dead in the water right now, and yeah. we're going to relaunch in a year. Basically make a giant thing that's we're going to keep everything alive and, and, and keep working on it. If you guys bought like the the DLC, like the season passes or anything, the bigger stuff, like if you want to ask for a refund, we understand. But we're telling you right now, it's going to be a long time before that comes out because we need to fix this core game. Yeah. Will that ever happen? Hell no. It's an EA title. Should it? Yeah, probably. The one thing I'm curious about is, and I, I could probably find out pretty easily, but I wonder if it's completely... Because originally the plan was for Edmonton to finish development and then hand it off to Austin. So if it's actually gone yet? Um, I'm curious if Austin has taken it over yet. Because or if I, Austin said, we're not fucking touching that. <laughs> you, you picture Austin just looking at Edmonton and going, oh, hell no. You are not pinning this on us anymore. I I almost think that Austin would want it to be like... Because from the article that Jason Schreier wrote... A lot of Austin had a lot of input because they're the only other they're the ones that do the old republic as yeah. we know. So like obviously they have the most experience in this realm. Yeah. And they had a lot of input that was or other galaxies far far away. Yes. Uh they had a lot of input that was largely ignored. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering at this point they're like, "Yes, give us the game." And they're like, "We're going to fix it and make ourselves look good." And yeah, it would either it would either be one of two things. It would be like, "Oh no, no, you don't want to listen to us." you're going to sink this ship straight to the ground and we're going in the lifeboat. See you later. <laughs> or it's going to be like, okay, fine. Finally, give me the damn reins and watch me kick you off this ship. Yeah. Cause I am the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I say that all the time. I'll grab Milo's ball and I'll, I'll yell. I'm the captain now and run around the house and he gets fucking. <laughs> I am the captain now and then just take off. <laughs> yeah. I can very picture. I can picture him doing that. And apparently he doesn't like brooms. I don't know. It's a complete he, side note, but yeah. He's a he's a uh, he's a beautiful creature. He's a majestic beast. That's true. Yes, it's much majesty, much majesty, <laughs> more majesty. Look at his majesty, consummate V's. <laughs> Did you get it when I said his majesty? Did you get that? Did you yeah. get where I was going? All right. Oh, his sweet biceps. Trogdon number eight. Sony released its revenue results for the previous year, ending on March 31st, 2019. Sony made... <clears throat> Sony made $78.1 billion in revenue, which is a 1% gain <laughs> over the previous year. Revenue from console sales decreased, while revenue from game sales... <laughs> While revenue from game sales and network services increased, Sony indicated that it expects its game segment to remain flat for the next year, which is a good indication that we won't see the PS5 until after April 2020. As we all suspected. As expected. As the cards dictate. dictate. Do you dare challenge me? Yeah, uh, <laughs> It'll be... I mean that makes sense, but them them saying stuff that uh, that their games expect to remain flat. 
doesn't say anything like that does not relate to the PS5's release. Like I think that so- statement is not a direct correlation. It is a it is a correlation, but a direct relationship is not true. Um I don't know. I I think what they're saying is the 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 real tangent there would be yeah, we still have games coming out all of 2020. Like we still have the same release you know, like ex- windows that we're going to have in September, yada, yada, that that line isn't going to change. I think... Um, but it's not like they're going to come out with PS5 exclusives that are going to push it. I think when they say game segment, they're referring to PlayStation. Oh, Sony. Okay. Yeah. If they if that's the case, they don't mean literally just the game part of it, then yeah. Yeah, okay. Um, it was... It definitely was confusing the way that it, they were labeling things. I hate business <laughs> articles. I do too. <laughs> if you would look at this pie chart over here where we made $600,000. And then if you would look at this pie chart slightly to the left, it's in different colors. $4.8 billion. We made that. You said we made $600,000. I know what I said. Look at the pie charts. They're in colors. So That's basically how I picture most meetings going. Originally, like all of the financial s- stuff for their yearly results were rolling out today like today past couple days and i wanted to do a comparison between the companies as far as their breakdown goes for like hardware and software but no one has done one yet that i could steal from essentially and i I went you probably get the raw data off mpd but well that was the thing was i went to i went to look at their their financial report that they released Oh, it's going to be a nightmare. Above my willingness to to commit, yeah. essentially. So maybe See, maybe I'm next not, week. Not, we're not paid to be financial analysts. Yeah. Uh, maybe next week someone will have have chewed through all the data. But it's. I think we've looked at it from last year, and it's going to be the same, basically, where yeah. Sony's made the most money, and then everyone else is somewhere is behind. Nintendo will obviously beat them both in console sales, and yada, yada, yada. Faux shizzle. Number nine. Uh, speaking of money and companies. What? I don't know. Money? Yeah. What I is... thought you said bunny, dude. Oh, bunny? I was like... Uh, we can talk about bunnies. There's a bunny about... living underneath our house. Not our house, but like, you know how we have that weird attachment? Oh, the yeah, yeah. And... Hasn't uh, that been living under there for a while? It's, it, it's, it's varies. The animals vary. Right now, it's a uh, bunny that's inhabiting it. So there's just always been something. There's always there. something under there. Uh, I don't mind the cats. Bunny. Yeah, cats for a while before that was a fucking groundhog. That was the one I didn't like. Um, Bastards. Anyway, so there's bunny living under there. Oh yeah. And uh, Milo, every time we go outside, he's got to go over there. And Are there bunnies? A, I think it's a bunny. Oh okay. And he's got to like you know check it out. And the bunny is chewing on. Uh, we have this like small sapling tree that's growing. Oh, okay. All chewed up in the bottom. Do a little bit of nib nib. Little nib nib. Trying to you, wear those teeth down. You know what not to do, right? No. You know how bunnies have their babies, right? Uh, like a lot of them, or like if they they'll have like you might see like a, a patch of grass or whatever that's not normal. Don't mow the lawns, what you're saying? No, no. Like they will have like burrowed underneath and have them all under there. So like you'll be able to pull it up and you'll see them all there. Mm. Don't take them out or anything. Just just leave them there. What They're, if I take them out? You'll basically culture shock the shit out of them because they won't know okay. what to do. And their parents will just yeah. have no idea what to do. I've heard a tragic story of someone uh, who accidentally mowed over a... Yeah, or you can kill them all. A, a, yeah, a terrible, terrible yeah. grossness. Um, number nine. just make like weird red confetti across your yard. Exactly. Good. With baby bunnies. 
<laughs> it took uh, a dark turn. Microsoft has become the most valuable publicly traded company again. Its market cap value surpassed one trillion dollars for the first time on Thursday, which puts it slightly above Apple. Um, for reference, Amazon, Apple, and Microsoft have been trading the top spot for a while now um, and are the only companies to have hit that $1 trillion market value. Interesting. Yes. You'd think Google would be up there, but not quite there yet. You would. And uh, welcome to the Financial News Podcast. I know, right? Uh, put us on CNBC or whatever that weird show is with Mad Money Kramer there and we'll just go hang out. It just makes me wonder. Well, it's got to be business stuff, I guess. Because I'm like, what is Microsoft selling that has put them up there? But it's got to be like, you know, Windows enterprise level shit, like Windows, their Azure platform and all that. Yeah, but even Windows, I mean, that's not like they've always been selling Windows. Yeah, I know. But there's a ton of people on Windows. And especially because they end of life seven. I know, but there's always been a ton of people on Windows. So it's like they've got to be getting. But there's always more people. Yeah. The world's always growing, Matt. Yeah, but still. That small Taiwanese boy needs a Windows laptop. <laughs> they just airdrop Surface Go tablets into the What were those fucking desert. computers that they made a big deal out of for a while? Those laptops that were for like third world countries? What the hell were those things called? I don't know. Not Chromebooks. They were like these like laptops where, you know, they were super cheap. You bought one and it, it paid for like an, uh, another one to be sent oh, to a third I have no world country. Idea. I, I know about a program for socks like that. Socks not, makes more sense laptops. than laptops. <laughs> for some reason, I just have like the picture of just airdropping laptops, but they're not in crates. They're just individually <laughs> dropped. It's like you, you... I want you to get the visual I have. Okay. So you've seen... When they actually do like the crate airdrop, we've seen a crate airdrop recently in Grand Tour and stuff like yeah. that, where you open up the big back door and then you would normally push out a pallet that is attached to a giant parachute and falls, right? Yes. I want that same room stacked like 12 high or however many high with just these laptops instead of, and they're not on pallets, not bound together. It's just all of them individually stacked. And they just open the thing and slightly tip the plane up. And it's just a bunch of these individual things just smashing the guys that are holding the door open and just don't, 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 don't. It's just like, all it looks like it's Do you just, think if you dropped a laptop from that height, do you think it would do that like paper motion where it catches the wind and like seesaws back and forth? Only if you opened it. Or do you think it would like razor blade down through the sky like a jet and just like bur- burrow into are, the ground? Are we talking no parachute? Well, you're not going to put a parachute on every individual laptop, are yeah. you? Yeah. That's, oh. why this, that's why this gets way too funny in my head. Because oh. then you just have this quarter mile long <laughs> mini parachute dump. That would be interesting looking for sure. It'd be really funny. Now, if you didn't do that and you instead flew like less than 100 feet above the ground and just dropped all of them, I think you'd get some that would lie in butter side up. <laughs> And some that would become just whirling death blades and stick themselves three inches into the ground. I think it would, I think you'd get a mix. Maybe that's what we a, should do in North Korea because it's like a win. Laptops. It's a win win. Like if they if they don't break, then that's a laptop that someone could use to like look up porn on the internet and not like yeah, be we're obsessed not giving with their, them the internet. They're supremely it. South Korea's network reaches. I mean, um, 
Or, you know, maybe it hits someone and it kills them. I mean, it's one less person you got to worry about, you know? Oh, it's either that or they all of a sudden become the greatest esports country you've ever seen. Well, based on South Korea's performance, there's a chance. There is a chance. <laughs> so you're saying there is a chance. And then they're in the European Committee, and it's a whole thing. Uh, World War Z has sold 1 million copies since its launch a week ago. The game is doing better than expected overseas, with only about a quarter of the sales attributed to the U.S. Saber Interactive CEO. <laughs> there's, sorry, there's a... It's because there's a period. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So with only a quarter of the sales attributed to the U.S. Pause for effect. Saber, Saber Interactive CEO also said, quote, on the PC specifically, we are performing way above expectations thanks to the support we have received from the Epic Games Store. End quote. I do like the idea that a quarter of the sales were attributed alone to the CEO. That's pretty good. Um, earlier, we were watching the Funhouse video of them playing the game. And that's why I said it was timely. Because they specifically put this in the news to be like, what the fuck is the deal with this game? And then now you've seen what the deal is with the game. I do. I do. I get it. One million sales is a lot for like a for them, I feel like. I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like it's pretty quick, too. For shizzle. Like, I think uh, Sekiro was two weeks for two million mm-hmm. or ballpark. Yeah. They're, they were two, they hit the two million mark. I know that, but I don't remember how long it took. I'm going to look into that. I'm going to look into that game. Left I, for I, Dead with less personality. Yeah. I think John Smith has a solid quote right there. Yeah. That's the tagline for a review for that game, I feel. Yeah. You put it on the box. People would probably still buy it. Like, they'd oh, yeah. be like, oh, it's a compliment. It says Left for Dead. They would stop reading after that. They wouldn't yeah. know how to read the rest of it. That's true. Um, yeah. Yep. Curious, like, uh, how much content it has, but I'll look into it later. As much as Left for Dead. Okay. Which, um, which technically isn't isn't much. Yeah, it really wasn't. Uh, it was about the moments and the experiences you felt with your fellow man. That's true. That's where I got the most joy out of it. Number eleven. <laughs> Final news tidbit. It's not really news. We're, uh, we have actually moved. We did move. Do, we, do you want to know what we're at? We're not even we, over an hour yet. Holy shit. We're I like knew. This is six minutes. This is what I knew. I knew if I said that we always go over an hour and We'd the move. Thing, we would, we would not pass, hit an hour. We would passively speed ourselves up in moving. <laughs> yep. We can go back to discussing a whole lot of bullshit that we wasted sure. the first 25 minutes on. Yeah. <laughs> I was specifically. No, we're not going to do that. Uh, number. <laughs> Uh, oh, what was I, the video I got to show you? Uh, oh, Mad uh, TV. Yeah, Mad TV. Thank you. I figured we'd give a little update on the Chernobylite <laughs> Kickstarter. Since oh, it's currently... my, my boy is a Chernobylite. I spoke every time I'm going to say this. I spoke to that uh, the, 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 that guy. Yeah. What was he? Was he a producer? Lead game designer, designer, maybe? Some big wig for that game. Yeah, his picture's on the Kickstarter. That doesn't I mean, there's a lot of pictures on the Kickstarter, but he's there. Uh, it's currently the anniversary of the Chernobyl disaster. Interesting. Yes. 25th and 26th is what they consider the disaster, the event. Oh, the, the event of the, the actual event. I thought you meant it was like the 25th and 26th of anniversary. I was like, that fucking doesn't it's make the, sense. It's the 33rd anniversary. 33rd anniversary. Can you, ha- is that really an anniversary? I don't know. I mean, I guess. I feel like anniversaries are usually celebratory. Wouldn't mm-hmm. it be like more remember? 
Remembrance? Remembrance? I mean, we... I don't know, because we know. also have the anniversary of like Pearl Harbor and yada yeah. yada. I don't know. I just feel like anniversary is always a it's, weird... It's, the connotation's positive. Right. But obviously, it's not... <laughs> yeah, we're here celebrating the 20th... <laughs> the 33rd death of... The death toll of Chernobyl. Did did you ever um did you wa- listen to that interview? No, I keep forgetting because it, once it was in my phone, every time I get yeah, home, I, I just shut dude, my phone. You don't have to explain it to me. I understand. Um, what it was, I'll. It's relevant. Uh, it's relevant. So, um, it's essentially this guy who, for the past 20, 20 years, has been going to Chernobyl every year and taking photographs. Oh, and he put out a book. That's all the photos. And they just did an interview with him about like the experience of going there every year and see, and visually seeing basically nature retake. Uh, Pripyat. Pripyat. Say it again. I, I say. Pripyat. No. Prip. Prip. P-R-I-P-Y-A-T. Pripyat. Pretty much. Okay. More Ukrainian though. Um... <laughs> like I'm supposed to know what that means. Okay. Uh, I for some reason every time I hear that I immediately just go to uh, Call of Duty Four. Okay. Modern Warfare, which the cinematic intro to that game is the fifty thousand people used to live here. Um, now it's a ghost town, and that, then then it just starts into the whole thing. But anyways, back to Chernobylite. <laughs> uh, as of today, the Chernobylite Kickstarter is at. Do you, do you know what it's at? Did you Without glancing down at what you wrote, yeah, I'm gonna guess that you wrote 135,000. Do you and know that it's above that currently? And I'm also gonna guess that yeah, I read what you wrote earlier. Okay, but <laughs> all right, so never mind. That's no fun. It's uh, <laughs> I, I thumbed through this when you said you were on your way. I was like, wow, he's on his way really early. Yeah, and so I thumbed through to see where you were if you were trying to finish it here or not. And I was like, oh, no, it's already done. So, um, it is at uh. As of this afternoon, I should say, it's at one hundred and thirty-one thousand five hundred dollars. Oh, that's close. I threw a five somewhere else. They're, yeah, uh, and their goal was a hundred thousand dollars, so they are funded. Well done, community uh, <laughs> of our listeners that totally listened to what I said and backed it. I appreciate um, all of you. Did you end up backing it? You... I still have to. Yeah. Uh, there's fourteen days if you wanted to get in on them, uh, giving them additional funding, uh, which I think I'm going to. Because I, I did watch the trailer and I looked into it a little bit. And I was like, that's so cool. We need to harass Dewey to make sure he does it too. So he doesn't try to steal one of our keys. <laughs> uh, the goals they've reached so far. Not that he plays anything on PC that isn't by no, Not that he's anyway. home to ever play anything anymore. He was playing Slay the Spire the other day. Apparently it's oh. the second game he plays on his PC. On a giant gaming PC, he plays a game that fucking runs it. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so the features, or the goals they've reached so far. Um, expanded Chernobyl nuclear power plant. So that's Ooh, just a, a bigger... More scanning. Yep. Uh, English, French, Italian, German, and Spanish subtitles. Didn't need it. Uh, wow. <laughs> You're racist. <laughs> I only speak one language, man. What do you want? I don't need the other ones. Uh, a weapon craft system. Interesting. We did not discuss that when I was talking to him. Yeah. Um, and if the developer reaches their next stretch goal, which They're is 100... They're going to fly me to Chernobyl. You wish. And I'm going to jump into the core head first. Their, um, their next stretch goal is $150,000, which is a bump up. And attainable. But definitely, yeah, definitely obtainable. Um, they will record real sounds from the exclusion zone and add them in game. Interesting. Yes. 
wonder what a radioactive deer sounds like. That's frightening. Kill me. Dick <laughs> <laughs> starts speaking English and just says, kill me constantly. Yeah, that's it. Chernobylite. Where did my family go? <laughs> <laughs> why, why is that you're speaking English? Somebody shoot uh, Nice. Like deer sound weird anyway, man. They got that. Bleh, bleh, they got that like, you, ever yeah, heard, you ever heard a deer bleed heard, or bleat? It's yes. basically like a sheep. Just bleh. yeah. Bleh. Not, deer not sound deep, weird, but no, still, hands down, foxes are the weirdest thing. I think because foxes are something. What if, does the fox say? <laughs> <laughs> um, they just not. They don't sound how you'd think they'd sound. No, there's there's a lot of things that I'm still not convinced that bears roar. Bears roar? Like, you know what I mean? Like, they grow, oh. that growl. It's yeah. like a growl roar. I, I'm i still not convinced they do that. I feel like at some point I'm going to run into one, and it's just going to be like, hee-hee. I'm going to be like, oh, my God, that's creepier. That's the worst thing you could have done. <laughs> like, it just has, like, a really childlike whimsy about giant killing machine. Hee-hee. <laughs> like, hands. And it runs away. Like <laughs> yeah. It's a giant grizzly bear that stands up on his hind legs. It's doing that whole, like, sizing you up thing. You're like, he's going to – remember the, the fishing – the commercial for was it Jack Links? I don't remember what, where he's shadow boxing the fisherman. Oh, the fucking like Bigfoot or the bear? Oh, you no, talking about the bear. bear? The fisherman pulls out this big fish and then oh, yeah, and the bear just does the quick butterfly steps and then <laughs> kicks him in the nuts. Or no, sorry, he does the roundhouse kick and then the I think the fisherman kicks him in the nuts or whatever it is. And it's like that moment where you're like, I'm gonna see that the bear's gonna stand up and then he's just gonna go. Jesse. <laughs> and then just disappear into the woods, which would be way scarier than killing me. That would be Because that means he's conscious and has seen somebody do jazz hands and went, this is what they do to communicate. Jazz hands. <laughs> Especially if he said it. Like in a really like And no one would believe you. No, because even if there was somebody with me, they'd be like, You guys are both on drugs. You guys were tripping, walking through the woods, and you saw a bear that did jazz hands. Oh, did you ride on a little bicycle with a <laughs> Yes! Yes he did. He rolled out a bike and he did the fucking jazz hands, man. Uh, what's more terrifying than a bear killing you? A bear doing jazz hands. You've heard it here first. It hundred percent. People are talking about like, oh, we're done. We're we're done with game news. But radioactive bear, right? So picture. You know, have you ever heard the the bear? Con- it's not a bear conundrum. It's not really <laughs> <laughs> getting the picnic mask. <laughs> Bear with chloroform. (laughs) 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 I'm gonna put you in my picnic basket, (laughs) Mister. That's gonna do a sound reference. Um, No, the where you're like the arms of a grizzly or whatever, the body of a Kodiak, like the head of a panda. I can't. I think it's Matt Bronger. I can't remember what comedian is, but it's like build. A, a build a bear, but it's actually you build a bear. Yeah, I, I can't remember if this is a Matt Bronger. I know it's a comedian. The idea is don't go to build a bear. I actually want to build a bear. Yada 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 yada. But I want just the head of a panda. So it's just just it'll maul you. But when it just bites you, it's just little nibbles. It's like the same thing, except that rather than the most terrifying thing being the bear killing you, it just is doing jazz hands and human nature things, and you're like the fuck is wrong with this bear but you're in the middle of nowhere it doesn't make sense you're in like deep alaska and there's it's just this bear going across the trail just going like just like doing a show number from chicago 
I would lose my mind. I I, I would I don't I, think I'd be frozen in fear. Anyone would lose their mind on that one though. They'd just be like, I don't know what that like, is. I would be frozen. I wouldn't even try to run. I would be just like Maybe that's how they get you. <laughs> it's not a seductive dance. It's just like a trance thing. Like, yeah. if I do this, they'll have no idea what to do. And you're just like... And then we get them. <laughs> Bears are like raptors. There's always three of them. <laughs> There's one show bear who's been really good his entire life. Puts on a great show. And they all know they all know he's the better one. He's got a song and dance number. He's doing the Hello, My Lady. You know, the whole frog thing. He's got a top hat. And then the other two are just right, right behind you. And they're it's like the 4D movies in disney where something pokes you through the chair and then they just tap on the shoulder and you turn around and they're like you're like oh god that you guys are normal bears that's not that scary uh, but frank over there he's killing it that's so weird i was going to say frank as the bear's name <laughs> i was gonna be like frank always gets the attention that's weird. All right. <laughs> All right. We I'm should, uncomfortable now. We, we should end because we're so far into fucking left field. So this has been a video game podcast where we talked about mostly financial news, <laughs> bears, Formula One, razor blade laptop shooting from the sky. Yes. Dropping a laptop out of the sky. Uh, what was the... What did we waste the first like 15, 20 minutes on? We talked about crabs for a little bit. Crabs, cars. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I gotta check something. We're gonna just kill us some more time. Yeah. We're over an hour now, but we've met our quota for the day. <laughs> I will some punch. News? I'll make sure there I write that down on deals? my timesheet. Deals? Uh, no, not deals. There is a deal uh, on Humble Bundle that they're doing the board game. There's a bunch of digital board games. Mm, okay. Uh, Scythe is on there. Scythe is like a seventy dollars game if you buy it as a board game. It's like twelve. That's at the top tier. I think it's twelve or fifteen dollars. Not bad. Mm, I've, I've debated it. I have to look in more into it and see if Scythe is actually playable, like multiplayer online. I don't know if it is or not. So, if it is, I'll probably do it. If it's not, I probably won't do it because playing after PC or playing against just AI after so long is yeah. as exciting. Sounds good for sure. Well, good news, my friend. We have some questions. We have two because I failed to read one last week. So. A devoted fan. We're going to name them Frank. Okay, Frank. So Frank asks three questions. Very easy, I think. PlayStation or PC? PC. PC. PlayStation has the better exclusives, but PC is a better overall experience. Yes. Uh, peeps or Rice Krispie Treats? Rice Krispie Treats. 100%. Yeah, it's not even... Rice Krispie Treats all day. I'm not like... Peeps, I, I find... I'm, I'm not against Peeps, but if you're putting them up against the good yeah. old Rice Krisps, I nobody have, eats Rice Krispie Treats as a cereal. I have That's an issue with both, though, as far as, like, I'm... I really like Rice Krispie Treats, but they destroy my mouth. Mm. The, you have to heat them up a little bit. Get them nice and gooey. Yeah, yeah. They need to not... They need to not be the... It's the same thing I have with a brownie. Mm-hmm. Where brownies don't destroy my mouth, but it's the... Out of the oven, way better than anything else. Yeah. Anything out of the oven, if I if I see it, I'm going to burn myself. But mm-hmm. It's going to taste and f- have the right consistency. Yeah. But if I wait like a human would normally, <laughs> it, it's not going to taste as good. No. So. And now what I think is probably the most controversial one. Mac salad or potato salad. Mm. 
who would what devil would make you choose right and there's multiple types of each which right. is the problem that's the whole that's the whole thing because my potato salad has mac salad i have, i'll weird. throw you know oh, I'll, I'll combine them you know what i mean never thought about that but if we all combining and you fucking mad lad combining them i'm telling you it's probably good though it um, sounds like it should be amazing. I've never actually done it, but now that I'm thinking about it, that's a really fucking good idea. We'll try it. Also, pasta salad can see its way right the fuck out of this conversation. I actually like pasta salad. No, it can fucking go die in whatever country I mean, country I'm not going to put it in the same category as... Oh, you want wet noodles? There's wet noodles. That's how you get wet noodles, Matt. That's how you get wet noodles. <laughs> it's not in the same category for sure, but it's light. And, you know, it's good summer food. It's light. It's tasty. You want to know what the most disappointing part of a pasta salad is? The whole fucking thing. Here, let me let me make you some pasta. Delicious. It's pasta's delicious. We both agree. Pasta's amazing, right? Yes. Now, what if I just drench some fucking water over it? It's not really water, but it's basically just it's like just, Italian dressing. I, yeah. What if I made it slimy? Right. So, all right, cool. I'm gonna make it slimy. Now I'm gonna throw black olives in, which fucking suck. So I'll put those in there. You sir and then, are wrong. And then what if you get the crazy person that also just takes cubed ham and throws that in? What are you making? You're making a disappointment and then serving it to people. You're serving them disappointment. You had a choice to serve them happiness and joy in the form of mac salad or potato salad or mac potato salad as they will for now be combined together in this holy matrimony. First off, olives make everything better. You're a heathen. Not that Greek olive shit. Greek olives are gross. No, you got something against Greeks? Racist? (laughs) Okay, that's fair. Um... (laughs) That's fair. I do hate the Greek people. <laughs> Not Greek olives. Olives are great, though. Black olives are fantastic. What are you, my cat? Um, your cat's fantastic too. That's true. Uh, I don't know where I, I don't remember where I was going with this now, but no, pasta salad's fine. It's delicious. It's not in the same category as like you know and macaroni salad or potato salad, but which are the two we're choosing between. We're getting totally sidetracked here. I don't know. I mean, my issue is that if I don't you choose one and I choose the other. It means we still get both. True. That's the thing is you got to diversify. Um, see, I don't want to diversify. I want to combine. I want a melting pot my 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 meals. You're talking like let's do a garbage plate with like all those things. But um, yeah, I basically want to just take a giant bowl of mac salad and a giant bowl of potato salad and then just slam them together. Shake I don't think. I don't think. I mean. Maybe there are some freaks out there who would choose one over the other. I don't know. Weirdos. Put it this way. If they're available both at a barbecue, I'm getting both. Yeah. I think the question comes down to how they're made. That's like, true. You can get a really mustardy one, and I'm mm, out. It's too much. Yeah. There needs to be a healthy balance. Yes. I don't like when they make macaroni salad with like salad dressing. No. That's but that's, terrible. that's what I mean. That's what goes back to the idea for me in pasta salad. Not like, salad dressing as in like... Italian salad dressing. I mean, like the cheap mayonnaise knockoff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anything that's not it's a like a really thin like water. That's why I don't like pasta salad though. Is mm. I'm just like it's just not. It's just it, mm, ah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wasn't there? A if I really want to do that. I would go out into the field, right? I grab a bunch of wheat in my hand, Jesus, and I'll just drizzle some oil over that and shove that in my mouth. Does that taste good? No, it fucking sucks. All right. You're going on a rant again like you did with your fucking celery sticks. Listen, man, you cut two things. 
Uh, I don't know. Now we'll have to. I mean, it's summer. Hey, we're getting to warm weather. We're gonna have to experiment with some. All right, we'll some... experiment and get back to you. But at the moment, we abstain. Yeah, because you're a heathen for making us choose. Exactly. Uh, Frank asked another question okay. for this week, uh, and Frank did ask, "What do you think of gamers drink?" I don't know what they mean. I guess we're gonna have to Google it. Is there such a? What do you think of gamers drink? Do they mean what do we think gamers drink? Mountain Dew. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they mean like G Fuel. There's a thing called a now drink, NAU, the first cognitive performance drink for gamers. There's GG, the best energy drink for gamers. I don't know. When I think of a gamer's drink, Gamer G game my- drink. My uh, my thought will always be balls, dude. Balls, balls is delicious. Balls is delicious. I don't know why I never caught uh, well, on. First off, cherry balls are the best balls. I don't like cherry. I'm, so, have you had the cherry balls though? No, so good. We were weirdos. We used to drive. Remember when there was a Compu CompuTech? I think it was in Syracuse. CompuSA. That was, it was a CompuSA. Um, it might have been a CompuTech and then became a CompuSA, but. Uh, we used to drive to CompUSA and buy cases of balls because it was the, was, it was the weird place to have. Yeah, they only had they were the only ones to have it. Now I think you can actually find it in places. You can find it in some places. The yeah, last like place I knew you could find it shit. was in Ilian or Ilian Herkimer area. Mm-hmm. I used to have a friend that I worked with at Water Safari, and I would always have her buy me because she would go buy herself one every morning. I'd be like, "Where are you finding those?" She'd be like, "Oh, they're down by me." I'd like, yeah. "You need to bring me one." Yeah, and I they always had, they were always in that glass like thick glass bottle with the ribs on it. The yep, knobs. And, yeah, ribbed for your pleasure. And the <laughs> the cherry ones were in and the the regular ones too, but I got them in cans. The regular ones I did have in bottles too, but the, yeah. I think the cherry ones were in cans. I don't remember if they did the cherry ones in bottles, but they were delicious. If we're specifically talking like gamer drinks though, I need a clarification from the uh from the committee for next week about what you're talking about. Yeah. We talking G Fuel? I enjoy G Fuel. Matt doesn't. I, I don't mind G Fuel. It was that one flavor I had that I didn't like. It was well, too strong. I don't think it was necessarily it was the flavor. I don't remember. You we were discussing caffeine. Oh yeah, there was a lot of caffeine in it. It was and, the consensus I came to was it was too strong for me. Like I yeah. had to, the flavor was too potent, and it had too much caffeine. So it was like one of those cases where I'd have to like. It says, "Oh, use a whole packet for X amount." I'd have to use like half a packet. I think it's sixteen for ounces for a packet. Yeah, and I think you said you did like six glasses. Yeah, of water to get that down. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here just like snorting it in the morning in order to get to work. <laughs> anyway, we're done. We have another episode to do. It's the bonus episode, and it's Frozen. Not the movie or the songs, but we'll uh, talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.